The views and opinions expressed by various contributors to 98.5 CKWR and its radio programs are their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of 98.5 CKWR Wired World, Inc., its broadcasters, staff, or volunteers. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and draw their own conclusions. Good morning, my name is Rob Daniels and welcome to Visions and Sound. And for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions and Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 39 of 2020 and show 1040 if you're keeping track that way. Well, joining me this week for this special celebration is all the way from Ramsgate, England, Jason Drury. Jason, how are you doing this morning? Good morning. Yes, very well. Very well, thank you. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Well, very well. Yes, this week we conclude September, believe it or not, with a celebration of the 80th anniversary of the Errol Flynn classic, The Seahawk. Now, The Seahawk, the Seahawk is a 1940 black-and-white swashbuckling adventure film from Warner Brothers that stars Errol Flynn as the English privateer who defends his nation's interests on the eve of the launch of the Spanish Armada. The film was the 10th collaboration between Flynn and director Michael Kurtz. Uh, The rousing score by Eric Wolfgang Korngold is recognized as a high point in his career. The film was both an adventure and a period piece about Elizabethan England's struggle with Spain. It was also meant as a deliberate, deliberately pro-British propaganda film to both build morale during World War II and to influence the American public into going or having rather more pro-British outlook. King Philip was seen as an obvious allegory to Hitler. The music was, of course, written by Eric Wolfgang Korngold. When uh, and when the Seahawk opened in theaters, a commercial recording was not contemplated. It was not until 1962 that a bit of music from the film was released on on an LP called "Music of Eric Wolfgang Korngold." Now, ten years later, Charles Gerhardt and son of or and Korngold's son George included a six minute and fifty three or yeah, six minute and fifty three second. Um, 
Seahawk newly recorded suite on the RCA, RCA album's classic film scores of Eric Wolfgang Korngold. Now, as of today, there are numer- numerous rather re-recordings containing the portions of the score. A complete re-recording was issued in 2007 by the Naxos label, uh, recorded with the Moscow Symphony Orchestra and led and chorus led by William T. Stromberg, and reconstructed by John W. Morgan. The music you'll be hearing today is from three sources. Uh, the 1997 Tsunami release, a 1989 RCA release, and the 2002 Deutsche Grammophon release. So before we get uh, started here, Jason, uh, why don't we talk about the, um, the uh, first of all, where did you first become aware of the Seahawk? Oh, probably Sunday afternoons when I was very young. BBC One used to show very old films, pretty Errol Flynn films, and that's when I first saw the Seahawk, and it is, it was an amazing film, and it's a lot of, the it's, it's one of the classic Errol Flynn swashbucklers, which made his name. I think uh, there's two composers, film-wise, who are linked to uh, Errol Flynn's work, and that's, one is Max Steiner, yep. and the other is Korngold, and the importance of those two, making Errol Flynn the star he was, is so it's so so important in his career. I remember the first film that Korngold ever scored was Captain Blood. It was like it was, it was uh, five years earlier, 1935. Yeah. Another another And the, the, the three three of the sixteen films. The only, remember, he only scored sixteen films. Korngold in his entire career. He retired from Hollywood in 1947. Three of them are just classic Swashbucklers. Captain Blood, and his first chase adventure to Robin Hood. And the Seahawk, and all of them are got on majestic. And the main title for this Seahawk is one of the greatest pieces of film music ever written. And some of the action music is so, even to this day, is so it's a, it's a wonderful listen. I listened to a complete score last yesterday on the Tombog recording, and it was even then put away by the complexity of the orchestration and the wonder. Of the action music, it's, it just goes goes your way. You can, you can you can do the sword fighting yourself listening to it. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely a one. It is a what it is superb music of, of a bygone age. It's, it's a shame we'll never, we'll never see again in film music. It's such a sh- but it's it's so important. Remember, Corngold, Corngold and Stanley are, are these 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 two guys are the pioneers of the film music we heard we hear today and if you, you can see why it's, it's, this stuff is it's a, it's amazing yep very very cool well why don't we just uh get into it right away this is music of course from the 1940 film the seahawk starring errol flynn the one and only and uh, this is some music of course by eric wolfgang korngold another one and only and uh so have a listen and we'll be back in just a little bit
little bit of music from the 1940 film The Seahawk. That's music by, of course, the wonderful and fantastic uh, uh, Eric Wolfgang Korngold. Got to get those three names out. Eric Korngold, just a fantastic, fantastic. So if you are interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. You can also try me on the Twitter at visionsound, or I am also reachable on my website, visionsinsound.ca. Also, one of the many other places you can find me is on iTunes and you can just type in the uh, visions in sound into the search engine. You can look for me there and uh, under under visions in sound podcasts or Apple podcasts, depending how you look at it. So joining me, of course, again, I'll just reintroduce uh, our, our my my guest this week, all the way from Ramsgate, England. That's uh, Jason Drury, and always a uh, a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, give you a a now he he hosts the show on uh, on uh, Eric Woods's uh, website uh, cinematic sound radio um, it's called the the archive uh, some fantastic stuff and uh, have a listen to some of his some of his shows I highly recommend it and um, so yeah it's some fantastic stuff anyway uh, welcome back to visions and sound as uh, this week we uh, celebrate the 80th anniversary of the of the uh, uh, the classic Seahawk. Now, Korngold often referred to the music that he wrote for these films as operas without singing. Now, he also referred to them, and I, 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 this is, I, I've read this in a, in a, a few uh, places, but uh, he also referred to these swashbucklers as Schwanzbucklers. And if you're familiar with German at all, you'll know what that refers to. In fact, my wife, Dorothea, got quite a chuckle when I once told her about that word. I, at the time, did not know what, it, what I was referring to. So I would be uh, um, walking around the, the house uh, talking to her about, about this, this. I really love this German word, Schwanzbuchler, Schwanzbuchler, Schwanzbuchler. And she starts laughing at me. I'm trying to figure out why. I was only later a little embarrassed to find out what that schwanz refers to a certain part of the male anatomy. Just a little bit embarrassed about that. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, this is what, uh, what uh, uh, Korngold would refer to these films as as well. And uh, it's, it's, that's a f- fantastic, uh, fantastic story because I was, I was, I was convinced that it was it was it was kind of a a German spin on swashbuckling, and I thought, okay, well now I'm speaking German. Schwanzbuckler, Schwanzbuckler, okay, all of that, and and anybody who's listening who knows anything about German will be laughing their ass off at the, uh, the at the notion of that, and I will explain off air on our live feed exactly what that's all about if you aren't aware of that. Um, so yeah, some fantastic music. Now, um, when did you first? Here, I mean, I mean, Jason, the um, the the music of Eric Korngold. What was the first score of your, of his that you actually heard? I well, I think the first score I ever heard was Robin Hood. I think everybody, yeah, probably I would agree saw with Robin that. Robin Hood, and 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 were absolutely amazed by the music. And 
I, I remember seeing it in vivid colour and and the even though I was very young at the time, I'm sure when I first heard it, the complexity of the orchestrations and it, it it produced so much excitement in the music. It was it, 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 it was a as you've just heard, he, he was a really quality composer. Some of the stuff is so complicated, so so intricate, and as you said, it's just these are op, some sort of operas. The reason I think it's a it's a good case. A lot of film music came from the early operas because Max Steiner, as well, he started in yes. Broadway, and and he used some of those techniques for creating music for the stage. He brought him over to the to the cinema, in the same way as Congo did. He, as I said, he he was a child prodigy. I think at twelve he wrote an opera. At twelve he was he did a lot of uh, classical pieces, and he used all that all that operatic and classical technique to write these wonderful pieces of music. As I said, he only composed sixteen scores in total. Yeah, this it wasn't it was it wasn't very prolific in that, that way. It's not like Joey Goldsmith or you know, John Williams of his, of his day. But the all the sixteen scores he put so much work into them. And they are all classics. They I can say an example of like King's Row. It's yes. the link to King's Row to Star Wars. Is a is a very the player's theme is from is literally from King's Row in a way. It is we ca- I cannot specify enough how important Eric Korngold is to film music and how it developed from that point onwards. Oh, precisely. No, it's, he... He, he, he was he, it was Warner Brothers, it was uh, Korngold, and then on the other side, RKO, and um, RKO, it was Steiner. Both of them were the pioneers. And, uh, and I cannot say how important these guys are to film music as it, as it, as it, as it came about and developed from that time. Yeah, no, I'm just 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 always amazed that he only composed 16 scores and yet his influence is felt so deeply and I mean you can still feel it to this day with the 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 scores of Star Wars and uh, and so many other adventure type movies. I mean John Williams kind of brought all that back but it was Korngold that started it all. Well, let's not uh, belabor the point here and just go back to um, uh, the wonderful music of the Seahawk as we are celebrating, believe it or not, the 80th anniversary of said film. So here is more music from the Seahawk by Eric Wolfgang Korngold.
with a little bit more music from the 1940 film The Seahawk. That's music by Wolfgang, Eric Wolfgang Korngold here on the show. So welcome back to Visions and Sound. As this week, like I said, we are celebrating the 80th anniversary of The Seahawk. Now, one of the things that we have been discussing a lot of off air, and Jason, you brought this up, and I think it's it's amazing. Uh, you talked about the very much the European influence of these composers. So just have a, a, a can, can we get a, a brief word about that? Yes. I think film music's development started really with uh, a lot of European influences. Like, for example, Max Steiner moved over to the United States and he wanted and he worked in Broadway to begin with, then came into Hollywood, started a film career and, and things like King Kong and some other great scores came from him. Korngold and I think Franz Waxman were two composers and also Mikhail Rosha were composers who came to uh, Hollywood fleeing the uh, Nazi occupation of Europe and it's such an, it's an imp- and also they were concerned about their families being safe as well because of uh, I think Steiner's uh, Steiner's mother was doing Austria when Nazis right. closed the doors and they, they, so, so, so there is there is a real link to the Nazis in terms of these guys trying to escape the escape the tyranny of the Nazis' uh, occupation of Europe, particularly, particularly Austria and Germany. Yeah. Now, Korn, now Korngold, as you said, he, this, this score was 1940s. The Americans weren't in the war at the time. There were, there were still there were people. I think the English were tr- the British were trying to get him involved in the war. And this is likely to set a a a Nazi a film in in a way a propaganda film hidden away to try and make the Americans think. Oh, we must you know, come, come to the British. So this is a year, year, remember, 1940, this is a year, it was at least a year before Pearl Harbor. Right. When the makers, Mega finally did join the war. Now, Eric, Eric Korngold said, when, when he, when he fled to the United States, that he would not write another classical piece until Adolf Hitler was off, as not, was no longer in power. So that's why he, he came to film scoring. He didn't do any classical pieces at all. He just concentrated on film scoring up to 1947. And his, and, but as I said, the, it's not just uh, Korngold, it's Miklos Rocha. He fled, he fled from you when he, when he was scoring um, the FIFA Baghdad. They right. had to finish the film, he had to finish the film in Hollywood and he stayed in Hollywood and scored. And I think it was, it was like in the night set, only 1970s that he returned, returned to Europe. In fact, it was, Turn to the UK. Franz Wax was another composer who came. He, he 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 scored some films in. I think it was the blue. I think he scored the Blue Lamp. I think the Marlena Dietrich film. I think he watched yep. a couple of classic classic films before coming to Europe. And and his his, his first film was the horror film, the uh, the, the Curse of Frankenstein. I think it was called. Yeah. But is so it was a lot of European influence in film music in the 1930s and early 40s. Thanks to guys like Steiner, Korngold, all doing. Or creating, as I said, Congo treated the films like operas, and in, in a way, film music can is an opera. Yep. In, in a way, it, it, it can be treated as, a, as an operatic, as an operatic form, and that's how Steiner used all of his techniques on the form. It's really working in Broadway, and he, and also, but then after that, other composer Alfred Newman, and even in the 1950s, Alex North produced the more Americanized, jazzy influences in the music. So. But at the time, it seemed the majority of the dramatic film scores, not counting the musicals, you get the music, musical elements at the time, 
but all the not dramatic film scores all like like twentieth century neoclassical European style romantic music, and all of all, and all of the music, lot all the music is absolutely wonderful, and that's and, and so, so so Hollywood really has a real at the time a very European influence in its in its musical palette. All right. Well, we're going to hear a bit more of that uh, that uh, European influence on the the particular scores of Hollywood. In this case, the as we're celebrating the 80th anniversary of the Seahawk, and we'll do that after this. As schools reopen this fall, the health and safety of students and staff is our top priority. Elementary schools will have in-class instruction five days a week. The majority of secondary students will start the year with an adapted model of part-time classroom attendance. To keep everyone safe, steps are being taken to maintain physical distancing through the use of social groupings, lunch in classrooms, and limited interaction among students and staff. To learn about other health and safety measures in our schools, please visit Ontario.ca slash reopening schools. Paid for by the Government of Ontario. Adrian's Water Softeners continue to serve our community. From new water softeners and drinking water systems to in-home repairs with care to all health and safety precautions, they're ready to help. For more information, visit adrianswatersofteners.com. Independent Radio, 98.5 CKWR.
with a little bit of music from the 1940 film The Seahawk. That's music by Eric Wolfgang Korngold. Well, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I also am on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.com. .ca. You can also try me on of Apple Podcasts. So just type in Visions in Sound to your iTunes search engine and you will find me that way under Apple Podcasts. So um, I like to cover all the bases when I'm doing shows like this, at least as much as I can. And uh, there is some great re-recordings of these score. And, and uh, the one I'm going to be playing next is actually from the uh, 1989. This is the uh, uh, Charles Gerhard version from the National Philharmonic Orchestra. So have a listen here, and uh, then we're going to uh, get close to to wrapping up the show. But I wanted to play this one in particular. So we'll be back in just a little bit.
on with a little bit more music from the Seahawk. That's a re-recording by, uh, well, the, uh, uh, hang on, by Charles Gerhardt and the National Philharmonic Orchestra. Well, time is getting short here uh, on the show, so I'm just going to jump to this really, really quickly. Uh, the next recording that you'll hear is actually from a 2002 recording of the album uh, or of the score by Andre Previn and the London, it's a London Symphony, London Symphony Orchestra, of course, under the baton of Andre Previn. So I will just continue with that and we'll back to wrap up the show in a very short order. problem here. Uh, touch of a problem here, Jason.
And with a little bit of music from the 2002 recording of the Seahawk. That's music, of course, by Eric Wolfgang Korngold. Well, Jason, thank you very much for being on this week's show. It's been a, uh, it's just been a pleasure to have you on and to get your insight on this sort of thing. It's a pleasure as always. Okay, so uh, what have you got coming up on the archive? Well, I've got some, working some archive shows at the moment. Uh, hopefully, be out shortly. It's an interview I've uh, sent down to Eric to put online very soon, and uh, so I've got a I've got a few interviews on on the. Uh, on the pipeline too, which I'm looking forward to. One, uh, one composer was very interested in talking to me, which I won't say who, but uh, hopefully that, that'll be out soon. And also, I'm hoping I'm doing a special two on musical musical TV of John Williams. I'm, awesome. I'm starting to work on that too. So uh, I've got a few things in the pipeline, all coming soon on the Synthetic Sound Radio Network. Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, that's all for us this week. Thanks for hanging in, those that did. Now, before I head off today i hope as you're getting on with your day that you realize just how awesome you are now never let anyone tell you any different if you're ever feeling not right there are people out there who care about you and are willing to chat if not family then some professional who can help as rocky said nobody hits harder than life i know from personal experience just how hard it is for me to sit behind this mic week after week when you feel like no one's listening I would never have made it this far without the support of a huge team of people behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available. In case of an emergency, please call 911. Um, Jason, what is it over in uh, in your area to get help? Is it 999? Uh, it's, it's, uh, probably it's 999 or Samaritans. Okay. We have because of Samaritans, the phone number and people there that happy to talk. So it's... Uh, it, there's a number of different lines that people can go to, which is a good thing. Awesome. But, but, the, but the main ones is, is, is the Samaritans. All right. Uh, the Canadian Association for S- Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, and Kids Help Phone, 1-800-668-6868, all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. So join me next week as we kick off Halloween Horror Month with a show I like to call... I married a monster from outer space with a look at, believe it or not, married monster marriages, <laughs> believe it or not. I'll end off this week's show with some more music from the Seahawk and I will be back next week with more visions in sound.